me and he've decided that we wanted to be the new Newcastle United managers, like everyone else does, I'm sure. Everyone else is probably been thinking, right, I'm Newcastle, who am I signing in January? Who am I signing in the next two transfer windows? Where am I going to be this time next season as Newcastle manager? Where are you going to be? And that's what me and he got us thinking about it. What that possible squad could look like, you know, that you know, 15-man fantasy squad potentially. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to come up with our own 15-man fantasy squads for Newcastle next season. And we're not just looking at saying, oh, well, Messi, Mbappe, because those, those guys are never going to go there, all right? Let's be honest. We're actually going to look at what people that we both have a feeling ourselves could actually happen. You know, so we we could see these these moves going down, or we could see these players still being part of Newcastle over there next season, and maybe viewed as decent enough players. So that that's how we're looking at this. So you know, we're both going to do his own different ones. We might have some of the same, we might not. We'll we'll chat about. Them. And you know, it'd be great if you guys listen to this podcast. Put you know, put your own team out there. You, know, you can tweet us your what you'd have down on there. Heath, you're going to lead us off, I believe, with, um, with the goalkeepers. Um, and then um, then I'll go and then we'll go from there, I believe. So, yeah, you, you start away, my man. OK, so I, I've got three goalkeepers here that I'm going to mention and I'm going to choose two out of the three of them. So I think that when, when all this kicks off and Newcastle have got their financial situation sorted and, and they have like an idea of targets, I think there will be a certain amount of players left behind. And I think that just like Man City did with Joe Hart, for instance, I've got two players that are kind of going to tick those boxes where, if you remember, you've got to remember when you're picking a squad of, of, of players in the Premier League, you have to have, I think it's 17 players can be like non-homegrown players. So you've got to know that, you know, there's got to be eight of them that are in that homegrown kind of category. So I'm going to start with the first goalkeeper that I am going to have in my squad, which is going to be a backup goalkeeper. I, I reckon that he's probably as close to being Newcastle through and through as, as quite a few of the squad because he's been there for quite a while. He's Carl Darlow. I think, personally, I think that they will just have him as a backup. He'll be happy to go along for the ride. He He's English, so therefore he counts as a homegrown player. I think he's a smart backup keeper. And he's, you know, he's decent. He's I think too, yeah, he's, he has his moments. I think a player who could be a good shout, who I'm not going to pick in my team, but I'm going to mention him, is Martin van der Voort. He's like a 19-year-old goalkeeper from Genk. And he's Belgian under, I think he played for the, you know, all the youth teams under 15, 16, 17s, 19s, and now 21s. But I think he's going to get a big move to a team soon. And that would be kind of like a perfect transfer for Newcastle. But he's not going to be in my squad because you can only have two goalkeepers. But my main man, the player that is going to be Newcastle's number one, I reckon. And the reason why is because I can't see anyone else actually paying for him. He, he costs Chelsea a lot. Is Kepa Arevabalaga. Uh, try and say that twice. And so I think, I think, I think Kepa will be a player. that, And, and there's a, quite a few of my players in this squad that are players that you look at and go, no one else would pay for them, really, because the player that the, the the team that they're coming from have overvalued them. And they're not playing well enough to to justify that value. But I think Newcastle might go out there and just 
spend a lot of money quite quickly and it might be players like Kepa who are a good example of someone that you know is a good goalkeeper there's no doubt about yeah. it but Edward Mendes come in and he's he's having a great time at Chelsea and the fact is that Kepa can't be a number two for yeah. another season I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes in January I'm, I'm not saying he'll definitely go to Newcastle what I'm saying is that he'd be a perfect transfer for Newcastle because he may look at them and go, actually, they could be big in the future. So he's uh, he's my number one with Carl Darlow being number two. Like it. Yeah. Well, so I took a similar approach to you in terms of like having one of Newcastle's current sort of breed there. Um, I didn't go down the Darlow route, though, to be honest with you. I went down the, the younger keeper there, Mr. Freddie um, Woodman, who did start the season for Newcastle. I think he played the first sort of four games for them before Darlow sort of came back in. I think Darlow was injured at that point, to be fair. Um, but Woodman's 24 years old, young lad. And I think, you know, I, I think that's all going to probably, you know, say, serve his purpose. To be fair. I know he's not a Newcastle sort of lad, but I think, you know, with his age, only being at 24, then I think that's, that's the sort of... Um, you know, I think I think they'll look to sort of keep a younger person there. They'll probably keep Dallas there as well, to be fair. You know, these Premier League teams have three three keepers, but given we're only doing 15, I think, um, you know, it's, you know, I think that's, for me, you know, the, who their backup would be if I was in charge, to be fair. So, so yeah, that that would be that. Goalkeepers, I took them forward with a few, if truth be told, mate. I'm looking at a couple... I think, you know, somebody like Hugo Lloris maybe could be a potential option for, you know, Hugo Lloris, well, I mean, 34 years old, so he's still got plenty of time left as a keeper. You know, I've still seen him pick up great saves. He's been at Spurs a long time, but I don't think he's, been, he's happy at Spurs now. I suppose the question is, is he, does, is he someone who misses his homeland of France? Or would he like that, you know, big final payday? And if he were to go to Newcastle, He'd get that big final payday, that's for sure. They'd pay big money for him. His club, you know, he's been a captain of his national team. He's been captain of Spurs when Kane's not there. He's, you know, he's won things. You know, he's, he's won, you know, pretty much anything, everything out there. You know, he's a World Cup winner. And I would just, I would say, you know, they need someone with, he's someone like his stature as a goalkeeper at the back would be a big thing for them. And I think, you know, that could be a, a move that could tempt him, maybe. Um, so I think it's probably my, my most, I personally think it's my most maybe far out there sort of cry in my squad, probably. But I just think it'd be a, the right signing for them. And I think it could be good for him as well to have, you know, get a big contract out of them, that's for sure. And, you know, I think Newcastle will be willing to spend more wages than what Spurs are. Spurs as well, structures um, you know, deemed to be, you know, quite different. So um, I was looking at him um, and that would be who I would sort of like to see them go for. My sort of other option was um, the Ajax keeper, the one who's on a ban at the moment, I believe. He's on doping ban. So um, there was there was him. Oh, what was his name now? I, I, I wrote it down, actually. Cause, Onomar um, or something? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because... Um, and so, but but I, I sort of thought, nah, Hugo Luis for me, they'd be the one um, who I would be looking at getting, and I think they could actually get him as well because I, I don't think I think Spurs will maybe look at getting somebody in 
soon about about it because um, I think he's up for a contract talk talks as well as you though. He's not they, they signed that time. keeper from Atalanta, didn't they? Is it Galena? Yeah. Um, yeah so that, so. you know that that's their intention that they're going to try and probably replace Larice in the next couple of years mm-hmm. anyway. So yeah, so I, I think yeah, I think he'd be a great shout for Newcastle on my keeper side of things. Defense, defenders wise, I mean, there's lots of sort of potential options out there on the defenders, and um, you know, with, with certain clubs. But for starters, right? Who, Who's going to stay from Newcastle's current crop? And you're looking at Mankilo. I would I would expect to still be in the in the mix there. He's he's not brilliant or anything like that, but I still think at the same time he, he seems to offer enough for them to actually have you know a, you know a little bit. You know he can go he can get forward. You know he's only sort of 27 years old. So I, but I think you know I think he'd be someone who probably still sort of fit in that squad and then. After that, I didn't really think of anybody else in the current Newcastle defence who I'd probably be looking at keeping there. Lascelles maybe because he's club captain, but I think you know they should probably look to to move on from that as well personally. So the ones I have listed down on my defenders, a big one which I think could happen is James Tukowski from Burnley out of contract at the end of the season and I think he'd be a, a really good signing for him and I think it definitely could happen. He's a solid centre-half. They need a bit of solid in back there. I think you know some some players who, and no one's going to you know come up with the tough schooling other than you know someone who's worked for Sean Dice for a number of years and he's definitely you know he's won England caps as the guy and I think you know you, you take you take that lad to war with you probably he'll put his body on the line for you. So yeah, Tukowski would be there and like I said you likely could get him as a free transfer again, offer him some good money. I think you could be looking at someone like Nathan Aki as well, coming from Man City, because, you know, let's be honest, he ain't going to be starting that many games for City. You know, I mean, he started a few this season, but he's, well, he's been there a couple of years now. I don't think he's going to make it in Man City. They've got Diaz there, they've got John Stones, they've got Paul. Um, so, again, I think Nathan Aki could be a good person from the side. He knows the Premier League as well. And I think at the back, knowing the Premier League is quite important for them. Um, and I think that that'll be a big, a big, a big thing to to have on that front. So yeah, Nathan Aki, I've got down. They're going to sign a shit defender. They're definitely going to sign some shit defenders. You know, you likes of Callum Chambers, Brandon Williams. You know, some like these lads who don't get into the Man United and Arsenal sides. But you know, rumoured to have a bit of quality in that. So I put down Brandon Williams. And Callum Chambers as the other two. Now, like I said, people might think, oh, we're, we're thinking bigger than that. Yeah, but straight away, you're going to get anyone bigger than that in the defensive positions? Don't know. But I, so I, that's why I've gone for them two then. And that would be like my five and my defenders, to, to be honest with you. So I was looking at defender-wise, and I actually thought Nathan Ake would be perfect for them in the sense of a player who would fall into the homegrown territory but would also have experience and could be a bit of a leader for Newcastle. Right. Yeah. So he's, he's one that I also put in there. I I put in left back wise. I think I went for Luca Dean because I just thought that he's a player that everyone knows he's got a lot of quality, but he's not playing well enough at the moment for Everton again to probably justify a big move to, to uh, you know, bigger club. And therefore, He's the kind of perfect example of someone that Everton won't want to sell. So Newcastle would have to spend a fair bit of money. 
but he's got a lot going for him. And I'm going to add that for another player who I think would also be in the same kind of category, also got a very good delivery on him and would fall into the homegrown territory against Kieran Trippier. Yeah, I put him in. I think he's kind of, it's always quite funny when a player goes abroad, you know, you kind of, I don't know why, but every, every transfer window after they go abroad, they always get linked back to a club in England. I don't know why, but I guess it's just lazy journalism or something, but I think, and I'm doing the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Kieran Trippier, Luca Dean, Nathan Aki, I feel like they're going to have to go out there and, and go big with a defender. Like they have to spend a lot of money. And the only centre-back that I could think of who hasn't been picked up by a big team at the moment, who has been rumoured with Chelsea, is Jules Koundé. I feel like he's a young centre-back that if, he, he, you know, if Newcastle can twist his arm and say to him, we're going to start something big, he might be a, a, another option. And then the the last player I've got down here is is Tarek Lamptey, because again, I mean he could play either side fullback, but I do think that he's the kind of player that he's not really because since he's come back from injury, I thought he was playing regularly for Brian, but he actually isn't, and he might actually be a player that might get picked up in January by someone because he's English, he's an exciting prospect. But he's also a player that, you know, he's not playing 90 minutes. It might be just because they're still trying to get him back. And he might be mm. back soon. I don't know. But I think that, that 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 they're my five. I did have other options. For Newcastle players, I did think Jamal Lascelles, like you said, club captain, probably would stick around, wouldn't want to go. And Paul Dummett, come on, Paul Dummett. I mean, <laughs> that guy, he's got to be a Newcastle legend. He's... He's been down to the championship and back again, hasn't he? So he he will he would be desperate to stick around. But yeah, my my five would be Lamptey, Trippier, Dean, Ake, and Kunde. And um, yeah, we move on to the midfielders. We've got a whole list of midfielders. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, midfielders. There's, there's gallons of them out there, isn't there? Gallons. There are. There are. So I feel like I'm gonna go in there because as we're going in order, I'm gonna steal some of. States ones here because I think he's probably picked them. <laughs> so I think the first one that's quite obvious that is a real long shot is Raheem Sterling. Again, because he's English, he's not playing for Man City. He's gonna have they're gonna have to spend a hell of a lot of money on him to keep to get him to Newcastle, and they're gonna have to do a lot to persuade him to join them. But I think he would be a key signing who would be potentially interested, especially if he's not playing for. You know, Man City can't go to Liverpool because he's he's burnt that bridge really, mm. and he like Man United won't sign him because they've got too many, you know, wide players. Chelsea don't need him. He's not going to go to Arsenal. So where else would he go unless he went abroad? And I don't know. He doesn't. I don't. It doesn't strike me as someone who would go abroad. So I'd I'd go with Newcastle, and um, and that that could be an interesting one. Then the next one I've gone for is. Philip Coutinho, same kind of thing. He's his wages are going to be incredible. Barcelona will be desperate to sell him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've loaned him to Bayern. They've loaned him. You know, all uh, realistically, the guy, unless 
the Barcelona manager, whoever you know, the new Barcelona manager come in, comes in, actually has a change of heart and and decides to pick him. Coutinho is wasting his career there, so I think he would be another one who would be a big big signing, and people wouldn't be surprised if he went there just because Newcastle would be able to afford his wages. Mm. Um, my next one, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have one. Newcastle player is going to stick around. I'm going to go for Sean Longstaff, who I think is going to is going to be a player that will want to stay. The fans, I think he's probably the better of the Longstaff brothers, and I, I think he's a Geordie. I'm pretty sure he's a Geordie, and you, you kind of need to probably have a Geordie or two in. You know, they're one of those clubs that kind of wants wants that. But yeah, the next one. I think is is actually I genuinely think might go, and again it's because he's highly valued at his current club, and I don't think many people are going to pay for him at the moment. Is Ishmael Assar at Watford? There have been links with him already this like last couple of weeks. I think he could go in January, and to be honest, I think Watford would be happy to sell him because of the African nations and the amount of games that he could miss out on anyway. Mm. They might cash in on him on, on January, which would be sad to see him go, but. At the same time, you know, when you're a club the size of Watford, you need the money, really. Let's be honest. If you can get, like, we will be valuing him past 50 million. And who's going to pay 50 million plus for him? Not many. So I think he could be an interesting one. So this one's a bit of a long shot. And I just just think he's a class football player. I'm going to go with uh, Ryan Gravenback, who's at Ajax. This guy is just absolute talent kind of player that is probably going to get snapped up yeah he's a very very good young player and he's the kind of player that probably Ajax are expecting a lot of money and there aren't many clubs out there that probably could actually buy him at the moment because again some of the better clubs with more money are struggling financially at the moment so Gravenberg he's one to to watch I would say and and honestly I, I think I've gone lightly on you there State because I think I've nicked maybe one or two of yours but I think that there's so many you could pick from oh, so I'm going to leave I'm not going to go into the ones that I've missed out so you can yeah go for it well no that's fine yeah oh, I mean I had a list I'll be honest with you yeah Sterling Sada they were both on my sort of list um, to fair um, one of them did make it onto my five um, one of them didn't. Um, so I'll start with that. I've got Sterling on my far on my five. Um, I think it's a, a big good move for him. I think he needs a change up now, and um, I do think it'll be um, you know, and they'll be able to afford his wages. Not many other clubs will. Whether he'd leave City for another English club, I don't know if he's got aspiration to go abroad. Not sure, but I think it'd be great for City. He'd be their main man. He'd be like their franchise put person really in the way because he'd be the you know he'd be the top. The best player, you know, the one with the, the background, you know, winning things. And so, yeah, I think Sterling would be big. And I think they love him up there because his energy, his effort's good. You know, he puts it in for England. So Newcastle won't mind that either. So I think that could be, you know, quite good. The one that they'd keep for me, I had long staff on the list, but I've, I've gone for them, a different guy who they signed from Arsenal, Joe Willock. I think, you know, he's a young lad. I, I, 
you know, he's got a lot of talent on him as the kid, and I think he'll be one that'll will definitely stay there. So he'll be in my my five as well. Yeah, long staff. I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll still have him there next year, but he won't be in my five for if if we've got limited to the numbers. If, if so, if truth be told, big one for me is sort of the guy who's sort of tipped as the next Gaza a number of years ago, and you know he's. When he plays and he sometimes still has worldly games and you know he was fantastic at you know at times for Everton he's gone to Chelsea he's not had the big the big name really at Chelsea that he'd probably liked that's for sure um, they've loaned him out um, etc but I think Ross Barkley would be a perfect signing for I think he's he's just shouting to be playing for somebody and you know he he's got he has got that you know probably out of the the you know the current English. Set of lads is the probably most one that you could sort of like to liken to, to maybe to the great Gaza. He's not at Gaza's level, but I mean, Ross Barkley can bring that. Um, you know, he brings that quality and can do that something special. And again, I think they'll love, they'd love him up there with Newcastle for that. And he'd just love to be playing, I think. You know, people say what they want about him, but I think he's a guy who just wants to be playing football. And I think he could do that. And um, yeah, it'd be a great signing for them. Next one I'm looking at, it's um, a guy that they were trying to get in the summer, like, but um, they didn't didn't go for to actually buy him. I think we're just trying to loan him on initial speed, but he's well, well sought after playing in French league from Marseille. And Boubacar Kamara, um, young 21 year old midfielder for them. Now clubs are after this kid, and again. I think you know Newcastle were already after him before. I think now they've got the money behind him. I don't think it'll take a long for him to um to be to be making that sort of that jump. And I think he'll be in the Premier League next season personally. But he's the sort of player where I think you know, Newcastle would be sort of massively in for him to to come and to come and take that. In my opinion, and um, like I said. You, you, you what? I don't don't know if you watch too much French league football. You know, I, I haven't watched loads, but now it's on BT Sport. I'm getting a bit more into it, and yeah, he seems to you know always get talked about. Even when they're not playing, he gets talked about, and he's um he's got he's got some good qualities. You know, he, he sort of plays. He's sort of like that defensive midfielder person, but he's got an engine on him. He can get up and down. You know, he's good on the on the ball. He's not scared of getting, getting stuck in as well. Um, but, yeah, he'll play, he'd, he'd be perfect for him as that holding midfield person to then free up some of the talented players, like I'm saying, Barkley, Sterling, and then my next guy as well. So, yeah, I, I've got lots of options. You know, Jesse Lingard's on there. Sar was on there as well. I thought about Maitland-Niles at Arsenal. You know, he's always you know been talked about having a move from somewhere. But the man I'm thinking who would bring some good experience, they can afford his wages. Um, you know, I'm sure it's already been talked about before I even said anything, but it's um, Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey, you know, Juve want to get him off the wage bill. And I think he's got Premier League quality, he can score goals, he'll get in the box for you. And, you know, I think Newcastle do need that. They need someone who can take the burden off the goal scoring, which is all on Sam Maximin and Wilson at the moment. They need some more people to chip in with goals. You get Ramsey in there, you could have you know, Kamara holding in a midfield role with another if you want. And then you could have Barkley, Sterling, Ramsey, you know, and a couple of us, you know, potentially as you as attacking player players, and they could bring a lot to the table. I think Aaron Ramsey, I think that'll def, I think that'll happen. I'm pretty confident that one will go through. 
So, yeah, that completes my midfield. So, I've got Joe Willock, Ross Barkley, Raheem Sterling, Aaron Ramsey, and then Bubakar Kamara. Nice. And then my midfields. So, yeah. Um, which then leads me on to my, my forwards. And the forwards bit, because we're only picking three, I only actually have one spot available because this is where Newcastle currently you know, have some quality players. Callum Wilson will stay. They keep him fit. He's going to score the goals. He's already scoring goals this season. That's a no-brainer. And then Sam Maximin is down as a forward in FPL. Um, and, you know, why wouldn't you keep him? He's, you know, club, clubs out, you know, Every club in the Premier League, if they knew he was on the market, I think would look at him and think he could be worthwhile. You know, even the top the top four sides might look at him. Yeah, Sam Maximin and Wilson would stay for me, and then I would be signing, you know, a, a proven goal scorer for them as well because we know Wilson's not fully fit all the time. Um, and there's again, there's plenty of options out there. Who I've really thought putting down would be um, Mr. Lacazette and Arsenal. I know he's played a few games now, but he's not been deployed up the middle, and that's where he's best, and he can score goals. He'll bring a bit more, a bit of experience again to, to Newcastle, and he can definitely, him and Callum Wilson, can both hit the back of the net. So you've then got two very good frontman options there with Sam Maximum playing off them or just out on the wing with any of the, the midfield lots. So that's how I'd sort of look at it. I think Lacazette would be would be the, the main striker that I would go for. I don't think they're going to go for somebody up front who's, who's sort of who's, who's raw. I think they'll go for somebody who's more tried and tested and proven at the level because that's what they're going to need to to start that growth and then build it from there. To be honest, you you have kind of picked a couple of players I was going to go for myself. I think if, if anyone's really listening to this, it's, it's probably hard to not, agree with St. Maximan. I think he's like not only the new co- I mean, I think selling him would be a, a real big mistake because he's a bit of a character, not only on the pitch, but off the pitch as well. And and I think he's he's into social media and the Newcastle fans love him. He he's obviously a talent, but he's also a player who seems like he cares. So I I he was nailed on for me to to be in that in that one of those three places. I also had Anthony Martial and Callum Wilson as as potential players, but I'm I'm not going to put them in. I've got a bit of a long shot here, but I've gone for uh, Luka Jovic, who's basically you know Real Madrid at the moment. I think that his situation's quite interesting because he he was at Eintracht Frankfurt, scored 17 goals. First two games had a good season the year before, scoring eight in 22, and then we got 60 million, you know, transferred to Real Madrid. Everyone was expecting him to move on and, and do big mm. things, but didn't. And then he got he got another loan back to Frankfurt, where he only scored four in 18, and then he's come come back to Real Madrid, and season hasn't really got going yet. And I just kind of think that he could be one of those centre forwards are just just desperate to to kind of you know drop down a level on paper but actually going to England might be a, a good move for him. And the other guy that I think is crying out for a move, I can't imagine how many games he gets at PSG is Maro Icardi. Again, both Jovic and Icardi are both players who you know their clubs have played paid a lot of money for. 
and you can only see them moving and then a being on a huge wage you know talking hundreds of thousands a week you know with Riccardi I mean it might even be 200,000 a week I don't know but they'll be on a lot of money at the moment with their respective clubs and therefore Newcastle will probably be the only club who could actually afford them and want them because Icardi is is a quality player so is Jovic but the fact is that Jovic probably hasn't done enough to prove himself at the highest level before he actually moved to Real Madrid but also you know he's been the wilderness for quite a few years now Icardi he's always been good whenever he's he's you know played he's just unfortunately got three incredible strikers in front of him at PSG so I, I would imagine that those for me I, I'm going to go with St Maximan Jovic and Icardi I would say that if you know I can see like you say I think you're right I think Wilson's probably another fan favorite and um you know he he'd probably be another one if if if, yeah. if I could have four strikers I probably would have had him but I can't so I'm not yeah, it'd be interesting to see where that Newcastle team is this time next year. And maybe we should make a note of this. 1st of November 2022, see how many, if any of these guys have actually made the move over. But yeah, no, it was a really good feature. And uh, I think, let's be honest, everyone's played FIFA or Football Manager or something like that if they're a football fan. And they've probably all got an idea of, you know, players they like to pick. Who would you bring as manager? Who's, who's new ah, of course, yeah, we forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I've got, I've got Rafa. I've got Rafa down. I'm saying that he's gonna, Everton are gonna be happy to get rid of him, and he's gonna be the the next Newcastle manager. I thought about it, but I just don't see it. To be honest with you, I don't see it being him. I mean, there's been a lot of talk, haven't there, about you know different different people. I know the names that have been mentioned at Newcastle, like. Paolo Fonseca, Lampard, Terry, you know, Eddie Howe, you know, what have you. Um, um, I think I think someone like Unai Emery could be a, a good shout for him. I think his odds have come down recently, to be fair. But um, I think he's, you know, he's got some good, you know, proven background and experience. Yeah, OK, things didn't quite work for him at Arsenal. I think, you know, he got a bit of an arse job considering, you know, Arteta's been given a lot more time than him and not has done pretty much the same. But I think, you know, it don't make him a bad manager, Henry. He's managed at some big clubs. Um, so he could be one, which I, I fancy. I don't think they should go for like um, you know, a Lampard, you know, type person right now. Just don't think that's what they need. I mean Lampard's great and he's gonna be, you know, do great somewhere at some point. But I think, you know, get someone like you know, where he's managed at some big clubs before already and has some experience in dealing with some some big time players as well. So I'd I'd be looking at him for me. That's that's it's that's a tricky opinion. it's a tricky one as well because they're quite you know low down the league at the moment. They're in the relegation zone. They're I think it might be six points out, you know, until they get out. So they have to be careful because if they don't get the manager right and they carry on struggling their manager this time next year might be Neil Warnock. You never know uh, in the championship. And they might be signing players like Andre Gray or Troy Deeney as their centre forwards. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it, it, it's, it's one of those, but no, it should be interesting. I, I honestly think that it, it, like, it's funny how football works, but when Everton brought in Benitez, I thought, oh, that's a good shout. That, that will change things because Everton have always been a team that, you just think, oh, they just need to sort themselves out of the back and they'll they'll be all right. But he might be sacked in the next couple of weeks, to be fair. Yeah, who knows? 
yeah. where things are going at the moment. Anything and everything's happening, isn't it? So um, yeah, no, I'm completely agreement, mate. So so yeah, well, not good. Um, you know, well, I was uh, decent enough. You know, it was, so, it was, yeah. And like we said, we'll you know we'll put something out on Twitter, and you know people put their own sort of squads on there who they think might be there. It'd be great to get other people's views on that as well. Newcastle fans. Uh, in particular so so yeah good stuff 100% mate yeah definitely we now have our um, our game week preview we've been talking a lot so I was just going to yeah. quickly go through my team keeper wise at the moment I've got Foster only because like I said don't like making transfers for goalkeeper and Ray is out for a while now so I've got Reggie in and I'm going to stick with him because I assume he'll be back for Everton away Rudiger and Aspid Equator Burnley at home Cucurella's going to be in my starting lineup. We've got Newcastle at home. I've got Mount with a yellow flag, but I'm going to stick with him just in case. Smith Rowe, really tough fixture. Probably the hardest one of the season. It's got Watford at home. <laughs> then I've got, I've got Sun, who I'm going to have. I've got uh, Ivan Tony Norwich at home. Like I say, this is probably, this is a, the big fixture for him. Antonio against Liverpool. And then Harry Kane, Everton. And at the moment, captain-wise, I have absolutely no idea. So I, I might even give it to Smith Rowe. I might go bold and give it to Tony. Or I might give it to Sun because Everton are conceding goals. My bench will be Raya, let's say red flag, Tierney. I might put him in my, my 11, hoping that he plays. No, he probably won't. Sissoko is going to get me two points. So he's on the bench. And Ben Rama, I'm going to put him on my bench. Bit of a risk, I guess. Do you want to quickly say who your team is? Yeah, yeah, no problem, we'll do. So, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm going to make a transfer this week. I'm probably in the midfield. I'm going to finally heed my advice and probably give Mr Corne a shout in there. So, people looking likely to, to make way, or person is probably Stuart Dallas, I would imagine. But, yeah, so, I mean, I've got Schmeichel in there. I'm going to keep that for now. Defence, Diaz, Cancelo, yeah, they're playing Man United, but still gonna not going to get rid of them. Um, Matip, hopefully he might play, or Connor Cody will be in there, that's for sure. Midfield, Salah, Phil Foden, Damari Gray, probably Cornell will play as well, and I'll probably get rid of Stuart Dallas, not going to keep Andrews Townsend for now. Then my front three will stay the same. Wang, Jimenez and Ronaldo, keeping with the Wolves theme, you know, so that'll be it. And I would imagine I'll captain Salah again. Why not? Don't blame because, me. because I will. Because, you know, I mean, they're playing West Ham, so it should be a belting game, that, to be fair, on Sunday. But, yeah, I think um, he's, still, he's still the man. Definitely. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, that's that's our game week preview. This is going to be the, the quiz. This is going to basically elevate State to expert status or it's just going to bring him down a peg or two, which is what I'm hoping it happens. So this is going to be all about... The price rise and the price drop, right? You're going to give me, for each position, goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, striker, the person who has risen the most and the person who's dropped the most. You get one point for announcing the person, but you also get an extra point for telling me what the price rise is or the price drop is, all right? So you're not, so you're not asking me any official questions. No, so this, this is what I'm saying. But well, the one thing not. is... The one thing is, I can give you a clue, and the only clue that I can give you is north or south, right? Right, okay. So do you want to start with the price rises or the price drops? 
We'll go with the price rises first, please. Okay, so goalkeeper, there's two of them to pick from. I'm only asking for one. Two keepers to pick from for price rises. Um, I'm going to have to go for Mendy at Chelsea. Okay. I think he's the top point scorer for keepers at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Mendy. I'm guessing he'll start at six million like all the other sort of keepers, like for the top sides of like Edison and Nelson. I don't know how much he's got up. I don't think keepers will have gone up that much to be fair. They've gone up 0.1, millions maybe per, 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 per player, maybe or something. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Mendy. He's probably gone up he might have gone up 0.3. I'll go that he's gone up 0.3 million, Mendy. Okay, it's a it's a it's an okay start. Because you got Mendy right, but he's gone up 0.2. But that, you know, that's good. It's good. And Ramsdale was the only other goalkeeper who's gone up 0.2. So now right. defenders. There are four defenders to choose from. Like I say, you only have to name one. Gonna have to say Reese James. Point scoring ridiculous in here at the moment. So he's he'll have gone up a bit. Um it's gonna be old Chelsea in it. Reese James. Has Rudiger gone up? Rudiger started. I'm going to go with Rudiger. He's consistent. Mr. Consistent. Rudiger. I think he started off at like 5.5 million. I'll go 5.8. He's gone up by 0.3. Okay. So you got another point there because Rudiger... Jao Cancelo, Tino Liveramento and Shane Duffy have all gone up 0.4 million. So you got another point. Now, I just want to say there's 16 points to play from here. And I'm going to have to say that if you get below 10, you're going to get a fine. And if you get 11 and above, then you can give me a fine. All right. Okay. So you've right. got two out of potentially four so far. Now so you start getting some of these, um, these value increases, right? Don't I? Mm. You do so, which is tough. Like I say, it's elevates yeah. you to to you know expert status. So yeah. midfielder, and and again, if you're not sure, you want a clue, I can give you a north or south clue whenever you need them. Nah, I'm pretty confident I'll go with this one. Mo Salah, he's he's definitely gone up, probably got gone up the most out there because how could he not? He's got the most points, which so he'd make it huge difference now he costs a lot of money he hasn't quite made the 13 million mark because I know because I've got him on my team every week and I check his value so he's got 0.4 million he's now 12.9 million I believe unfortunately it's actually Saeed Ben Rama and he's gone up 0.5 million the game's wrong no because Salah Salah's only gone up 0.4 right yeah well they've got it all wrong then how can someone who's scored 112 points value gone up less than somebody who's scored less well, than well, half think, of think about how they Think about how they work the value out, right? So the way they work it out is two things. It's form, but it's also how many people are bringing them in the team. Now, Salah would have already had a lot of people bringing him in the team at the very beginning before the season even started. Well, so Sai Ben Rama... Completely disagree. <laughs> I just see that... You, you, you're just hanging on to hope that you're going to be able to pick uh, Salah this week, which it looks like you probably won't. 
<laughs> you need a big comeback now, big man. Absolute outrage that is because you know it's just not shouldn't be um shouldn't be allowed. The game's got it wrong. All right, okay. Well, striker wise, come on, this one's got to be easy. Go on, give me a clue. It's a southern player. Unfortunately, it was Ibrahima Kanate, your man, 
and he's gone <sighs> down by 0.4. So that puts a lot of pressure on the next two. <laughs> that puts a lot of pressure on the next two. Okay. Midfielder. <laughs> North or South? North. I'm going to have to go for Raheem Sterling here. Because I think he's going to have dropped, he started off at 11 million because I had him on my side early doors, I believe. And his value started plummeting, so I had to sell him before it plummeted too much. Um, I reckon he's lost. Uh, yeah, right, I'm going with Sterling, 0.4 million. Okay. This is a moment. It's a big moment in North versus South podcast oh, history. I got it wrong, man. It is Jaden Sancho, 0.6 million. And yeah, listeners, at the moment, you're feeling a bit sorry for State because it's a really difficult quiz. But this is this is weeks of frustration from the big man. And this is what he's getting, all right? Okay, last one. Doesn't matter anyway because there's a fine coming his way. It's been a great effort. I'll give him that because some of the decisions he's making here. Burnt Leno, 0.3 million. Well, well played there, to be fair. Striker, who are we going for? Consolation prize. It's not a consolation prize, are you? Absolutely shafted me. North or South? A is North. I'm going to say that it'll be a Man United striker because, oh, well, no, because Rashford plays bloody, he's a midfielder, isn't he? So that's wrong. No. Hold on, Martial. How much Martial has started? Go, I'm going to go with Martial at United. I'll go with his lost point for million. It's actually Kelechi Iheanacho, and he's he's lost 0.5. The North versus South listeners out there will be probably feeling a little bit sorry for you. I certainly aren't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and I, and I guess you could probably guess. I, I could ask you right now to transfer out Salah, but I'm not going to do that because that would be too harsh. But he is going to be your third sub this week. So you've got, you got to play it however you're going to play it. But that is that's a fine waiting to happen, as say only got six out of sixteen in the end. Yeah, Salah's yeah. your third sub. So, yeah. so okay. I suppose okay. you could be you could be really clever here and transfer in someone who you think won't play, keep uh, Matip and keep Holgate or something like that, and then know that he come off the bench. Mm. But that. <laughs> It's already, it's already going through the mind. <laughs> Again, I need, I need, this yeah. is this is why this 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 format of the game is so unique only to us. If you guys out there are thinking to yourself, oh, your podcast is bang average. Well, it is in one way, but it isn't in another. This is so niche. No one else can do this out there. There's no other podcast that comes close. Who would be thinking about their third sub and trying to work it so that players in their starting 11 don't play i mean come on that is it's up there but um yeah yeah have you any what, what were your first yeah. thoughts yeah definitely gonna have to try and get somebody out um, a few players a few players well but now I'm, i mean i pretty much set on the transfer that i'm making as well so i'm gonna have to rethink that but uh maybe i just take that that, that hit but like you said yeah Make sure Hull gets in my starting lineup. Hope Matic don't play, and then we need someone 
else to come down with the flu for the weekend. So that's how I can still play. You can't make you can't make your um your sub your captain though. So it's the the captain shout's going to be the big thing. I mean Ronaldo for the home to City. They're going to do it. Jimenez is in a bit of form, so Jimenez might be a shout for the captain. Foden seems to do well against the big team, so he could be he could be one. Not going to lie, it's going to hurt, but you know, make the victory from the game week even more sweet. And do you know what this is going to do? This is going to take the quiz to the next level, and the fine is going to get harsher and harsher as the season goes on. Because <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, I now mean... when you next lose, I'm going to be absolutely into you. <laughs> Not that it's, it's, which is quite difficult to do given the fact that you haven't got any performers in your team. Really. So, yeah. You'll be like, you can't captain Reggion anymore. He's got you, you know, <laughs> yeah. 30 points every week for the last 10 weeks. You know, he, you're going to have to take yeah. Reggion out. And that, that will be the yeah. fine, but we'll see. But no, um, exciting times. It definitely evens things out a little bit. And overall, I mean, it's been another long podcast, but it's been a good one feel like we've got a lot of lists out there. <laughs> There's a lot of lists of players out there. If people are worried about whether we're talking about individual players, then I think that we've we've pretty much uh, nailed that this week. Just to remind you guys that our Twitter handles, if you want to get in touch, are for State, it's at FPL underscore Northerner. And for myself, Heath, it's at FPL underscore Southerner. All it leads me to say is I wish you all good luck in the game week coming. And let's just keep our fingers crossed that Salah bags a hat-trick or two this this week. And comes on as a third sub for my fantasy team. Yeah. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. We'll, We'll see you next week. Yeah, enjoy, guys. All the best. 